Ladies and gentlemen, very much welcome back to the Positive Edge, a podcast where we talk about how you can develop that motivation, meanwhile also practicing self-care in today's day and age. I'm Juliana, a social media consultant and content creator, and this is Daniel. He's a motivational speaker and commercial pilot. We're both in our early 20s trying to navigate life or documenting that with you and sharing our tips and learnings along the way. Speaking of learnings, today on the podcast, we are speaking about friendships. Yes. Yelena, what do you want to say about friendships? Why is it important to speak of friendships and also be aware of the friends you have around you? Friends are a really important thing in your life. You often say, like, friends are the family you choose, right? Correct. Yeah. So, um, and I think we, we might have, like, different opinions about it, too, like, different approaches to it. Yeah, I agree, indeed. Mm-hmm. And you, you also say that you become the average of the friends or people you spend the most time with. That's also a other way of uh, looking at it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just talk about what makes a good friend. Yeah. What do you think makes a good friend? <laughs> well, it, you know, it's a very actually complex thing to talk about somewhat because you can have friends in many different settings. You can have friends from football, you can have friends from work, and you can have friends you're doing a podcast with and so on. So... In general, I think mutual respect and understanding of the other uh, person is is probably up there among uh, some of the most important thing I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say. Yeah, I totally agree. You can have friends for different areas of your life. I think we all know, like especially when we studied, we had friends for like going out, and then there are probably some people who have like childhood friends, mm. and then there are friends where you can like sit down and have a coffee and like really good conversations with, um, which are mostly like the people I gravitate more towards. So, so for me, it's it's actually quite important to actually just define things and it's important uh, for me so that we all know we're speaking of the same thing because mm-hmm. i'm sure all of us have different definitions of a, a friendship or a friend in general so i just uh, looked up the general uh, definition and it's basically a person and this is according to google just a quick search and taking the first one definition of a friend a person with whom one has a bond of mutual affection Typically, one exclusive of sexual or family relations. Mm. I think that's really interesting because it's like mutual affection, right? Yeah. But often you can feel that a friendship can be like one-sided too. Like one person might not be as into it as the other person is. Right. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I feel you. And really, if you think about that, we've both have started businesses. It's just somewhat the same thing there. Yeah. So maybe it's just more of a human behavior sort of thing where all humans or the humans you are amongst uh, whilst you're doing what you're doing doesn't always develop a completely balanced approach to doing a task. It's the same with friendships. I Do you always mean when you like start a business together with say, someone else? Or? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can just feel that maybe both parts doesn't feel the business as yeah, much. Yeah, definitely. Because you mentioned the, uh, the mutual affection, right? It's, yeah. It's, I always think it differs. And I think it's just like relationship. Uh, and here we're talking, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever you want to call it, where, you, you, you know, you realize that 
both partners can't be good at everything. So you just develop the respect for the opposite partner. And then you say, all right, maybe this is not my strongest side, but maybe you're good at this and then we'll make it work this way. It's the same in friendships and and, mm. and other areas of life. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with like transparency, being yeah. really transparent and open with the other person. I agree. Because I often feel like there's a lot of unsaid things with friends because like nobody really tell us how to approach like conflicts or talk about problems if there's any sort of things so so <laughs> what's the usual problem you usually come across in in your friendships is it primarily communication is it physical beef where you get into a fight <laughs> no <laughs> i've never had that yeah. um i mean personally i think I'm just, uh, I'm a very intuitive person. So I think over the years, we talked about like childhood, feeling a little bit like left out in school. So I think over the years, I've just gotten a really good feel for if someone like doesn't really respect you or if they don't kind of accept you into their little group or their friend circle. So just gravitate more towards people who I feel a connection with. So just naturally, like, I start to kind of form friendship based on that and get a feel for it, I guess. understand. So how do you know that that intuition or that gut feeling is the proper feeling? That's the thing. Because I've, really I've made multiple decisions where I followed my gut feeling mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a completely shitty... Yeah, you're going to add really? in the beep sound, I know. But it's, <laughs> it's turned out to be a, a bad decision. Oh. And that's what you learned from. So okay. how, yeah, yeah. how do you know that your gut feeling is the right one? I think that's the thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing to go with your gut feeling because you will always be able to learn something from it. Mm. So there's no really like wrong thing about But that. I'm assuming at the same time you also want to, uh, you know, make a, a considered choice, right? Mm. So is it always the right thing for you when it comes to, you know, your friends and so on to follow your gut feeling, do you think? I think you learn over the years and then you can sort of just like feel it out. Mm. And then I think you can be really selective about like the people you connect with, for instance, in school, like at university. I've had a lot of people where I'm like, even though it sounds very harsh, I talk to them. But then I realize like in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, am I going to connect with these people in like Uh a few years down? If I have a really good connection with someone, I want to like hang out with that person. And of course, if they feel the same way, we'd Mm -hmm. like we have that connection and you feel very natural. But if you like try to force something for whatever reason, it could be if that person is very popular or have a lot of connections or I don't even know. I want to say something. First of all, let's move on to the reality of having friends in different areas of your life. And now you mentioned popular, that you're trying to become friends with someone because they're popular in the social setting Mm. you're in. I think that's a very actually important uh, thing to bring up. because And um, it's not just like related to school i think it can be related to like as a grown-up too when you start to um grow up you see oh that person might have a certain success so you want to like be around that person Uh, let me come with an example i just started a a sort of an office job as a consultant in an it company and what i realized fairly quickly as in many other companies schools or whatever it might be is that there's a social hierarchy now i think as a human Grown up in a somewhat modern society or a society where those things are, you know, noticed. Then what I noticed fairly quickly was basically that there's different roles at the new workplace. Yeah, there's, there's always, always like the, a company culture. Yeah, but also like, uh, let's call it 
Animal Planet roles, right? There's the guy who's always trying to be the somewhat alpha male, trying to, right? And then there's the actual alpha, if you will, to a certain extent. Oh, okay. And then there's other people who just are friendly, just mm-hmm. saying, hi, how are you? And just sort of adapting to all of the situations. Leading on from what you uh, mentioned before with the popular uh, yeah. people, I noticed that on my own behalf, for some reason, when I started this job, I became very aware of the this individual who appeared to be popular. And I remember going through in my head that there was a lot of focus on maybe I should uh, form somewhat of a relationship with this person. So I think there's also a sort of somewhat up in our brain, in our DNA, and whatever you want to call it, body language, mm. whatever, that is telling us that we need to be aware of the person who's uh, getting all of the attention to a certain extent. Oh yeah, is that right be. or wrong? I don't know. I just know that it I goes on in my radar. Yeah, when but I that's an interesting thing because I I don't have like that much of a strategic approach to it. Generally, if I have a good conversation with someone, I feel like good connections. Right. I'm like, oh, I want to be like around that person, and then that's just it. Yeah, but that's friendships, right? Yeah, yeah. What, I, what my example from before. Oh, we're talking about work. like company. Yeah, ah, company okay. wise. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It's the same thing for me. Yeah. Like if I if I feel like that person is kind to me, I don't like people who like try to make like weird jokes or if they try to like be too funny or try to live off their status. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can okay. feel that. So it just seems like very it just seems like they're not very interested. Funny because th- you can often see if a person is listening to what you're saying, if they have eye contact or if they're kind of just talking about themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. And and funny thing you mentioned the status thing. I remember mm-hmm. <laughs> I was sitting in this meeting room and this okay. individual whom I just spoke of before he said, quote unquote, are we going to let the new guy be over our status? Basically oh my God, you really said that. That's what he said. And I don't like I don't that. mind it. That's I just weird. found it very interesting because... That's so wrong Let's, let's say if, if you're an individual who's not uh, necessarily aware of the whole interaction between two people and maybe you're somewhat uncomfortable talking to other people, you would definitely have said, oh my goodness, why did I sit in that meeting room? Because he just said that. But me, being the person I am, I actually thought it said more about him of a leader. And this individual, he was a leader, a team leader of a few people. And I think it said a whole lot more about him than actually, you know, not, uh, you know, scaring me away or something or trying to taking his status and putting it over me. Right. So I found that that was very uh, interesting for sure. That's very interesting. It's very like an old school way. So he he said you didn't have anything to say because you like the new guy. Wow. Okay. Of course, Um, in the next room to the other guys. Right. Oh, but you. Oh, so you wasn't like supposed to be there. No, you overheard but, you know, it. No, he said it oh, loud okay. enough, so it could be. Wow, heard. it's totally like against everything that I've been told, especially in college. I was told by like my teachers, who were all um, had the career in the fashion industry. They always made such an important part of just being kind to people. It's very much against like the stereotype you hear about the fashion industry, but they say always be kind to people, always talk nicely, because you never know where that person might exactly. end up. Yep. that's the thing. Like you might be like millionaire just in like two years and have a successful thing going. And then that person will like come to you for advice. But yeah, so it's just very interesting. But at the same time, I found that sometimes in the fashion industry, they can also be kind of fake, like fake how much they like you, if that makes sense. Just be like, oh, really nice. I'm not really into that either. I realize that we speak English or American or whatever you want to call it in the podcast. But some of my friends here in Denmark are somewhat referring to the American way of introducing yourself as being fake. Mm -hmm. 
leading on from what is what... the american way of like introducing yourself are you ready okay oh my goodness oh How's yeah it doing? it's been so long baby i mean i just miss you so much i don't think and, it's like an know. american way necessarily we have to be careful like 17 percent of our listeners are from the u.s <laughs> but hey then come i'll say yeah. it again that's what i heard from my friends yeah I have no problem saying that and i've even talked to american individuals who said the same thing oh really but my, that's not the focus the focus is more mm. in the fashion industry you said some of the relationships seems to be fake do you see those relationships is usually being American, English, or is it a global thing? I think it's a global thing. But no, I think it's just that don't try to be friends with someone just because you want something from them. And and changes off that actually are really, if it's a individual who's worked hard to be where this individual are in uh, the person's life, then they've developed themselves well enough to spot when those sort of people are coming around and approaching them. And the best thing you can do, and I'm only talking from my own experience here, is basically be as honest as you can be. If you're saying, I'm just trying to learn something, it turns out that these people have a lot more respect for you just being honest and saying, I'm trying to grow myself and trying to better myself because they've been there themselves. Instead of sort of camouflaging it, just something else you know people spot that right away yeah and you know like an interesting example i noticed at my college we would often have really big people in the fashion industry come in like tori birch and Mm. tommy hilfiger was even there at some point and like the editor-in-chief at vogue magazine edward enningful but then we would all go to the room and then after the talk some people would go up and like take a picture with them i just thought to myself oh i'd rather like go up and just talk to them i think that matters much more like that will make an impression on them too to just have that moment so for me it's just i don't care about like people's success again like if they're really good friend and if they're nice person they might end up like really becoming the next big thing Mm. so i would just rather have that like a really good friend no i agree like i don't really have like superficial connections i might meet some people at events or something that i talk to afterwards Mm. but i mostly like the people i talk to on a regular basis they also like the really good friends let's um let's talk about when do you start to realize that a friendship is becoming toxic that's an interesting thing for me like it's often because i'm I'm so much into like emotions and talking about emotions and feeling your emotions (laughs) feeling your feels i just get like a really like not a sad feeling but maybe like a disappointed kind of you feel like your vibration decreases a little bit after you're with that person does that make sense like you're feeling a little bit like oh isn't that your own fault then for bringing them into your life Oh, wow. We're talking about toxic friendships. Yeah, but you said yeah. after you're being with someone and they make your vibration, but that's the thing. Like for me, if I, if I make a, a friendship, I automatically spend more time with that person. But if I don't feel that connection anymore, I just automatically like don't see that person anymore. And I think it's mutual. Like oh, that yeah, other person can feel it yeah, most of the time, yeah. right? No, I agree. But yeah, I think it's just about if that person doesn't bring anything good into your life. What do you think? What is something good into your life? Try to define that. If you don't feel like you are, I don't want to say gaining, like it's a transaction, but 
if you're not having a good time, if you don't feel like that person helps you develop as a person mm. after I meet up with a friend for coffee or something, I like having that feeling where I'm like, wow, I kind of learned something today. Or you get that really nice feeling where it was really good to like catch up with that person. I think to to a certain extent, it's quite important. Like you mentioned, it, it shouldn't be a transaction. But mm. at the same time, you, you got to feel that you're gaining something in terms of growth as a individual, yes. you know, from that relationship. Yeah. So, so really, of course, you can have friends where you're saying, oh, my goodness, let's go, let's get wasted, let's get drunk, so on. And that's only fun for maybe one or two times. But then you realize, and, hmm, I might not even know this person. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's what kind of what we talked about earlier. Like, you can have friends for certain areas in your life, whether exactly. that be, like, nightlife friends or coffee friends right. or business friends where you can talk business or, like, do yeah. podcasts or something. I agree. Because everyone has different interests. Yeah. So if you have something you yep. can connect over, that's a good thing. Yeah. So let's talk about if you stick to this relationship, the toxic relationship to a friend where, where both parties don't really, you know, they know that it's not the right thing. If you stick to that for too long time, what do you think the consequence or the result of that mm, relationship so will be? There's so many consequences. And I've actually had some friends where they kind of come to me for advice and they're like, oh, what should I do? I have this person in my life that I don't really enjoy being around or if someone like calls you all the time and you don't really like talking to that person where I'm like luckily growing up I think I've gotten like a very thick skin to that like I wouldn't even put myself in that situation I, I just I wouldn't like pick up if I felt like worse talking to that person but I totally get that there's some people who like go through problems and then of course you should try to help them if you feel like it that I think that's a nice balance too that's if a difficult you feel one. like it that's the important thing here. yeah if you can like if it shouldn't weigh you down because that's just so bad for your mental health yeah and then you should ask that person to like go seek professional help because you're not an expert either <laughs> no but that's that's a true no, thing no, if I a agree. person is going through like a depression or a really tough thing and they come to you all the time that's gonna wear off on you especially if you have tendencies to like mental issues that, that wasn't the, the why i left it was just the professional help like saying to your friend who's really that, need, yeah. you need professional help but it is a tough it's, yeah. it's a tough thing to Rather say be honest, yeah. but i think you can say it in like a really nice way daniel often makes fun of me because i'm trying to communicate critic i'm trying to say it in a very like funny way or like yeah a positive way then you're like I don't get it can you just say it <laughs> but, and, and really but, for me when it comes yeah. to friends and they're going through tough things I might be too tough sometimes but up yeah. in my head it's just it's more simple if you just make it black and white yeah, if but you're it can trying be hurtful. Like yeah, you have to think about how you communicate it. But sometimes, you know, the truth hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it sounds tough, but I mean, we could spend at least 10 minutes more on just trying to ca camouflage what I'm really trying to say instead of just saying, you've maybe gained 10 kilos. Was this the plan? No, <laughs> get to work then. Or yeah. you're in a relationship that's really not healthy for you. Why? Because you're being physically abused, because you're being mentally abused. Or in this example, I could say, well, I don't know. I don't really like the way he's he or she is talking to you. Uh, you know, what, what was up with that hand thing? You know, we all know what we're tr really trying to say. Just cut all of the extra stuff and say it like it is. It might yeah. hurt, but 
Like Look. growing up, I've always been told that I'm very like I'm too forward in the way that I communicate it. So that's why I'm trying to communicate it in a nicer way. So it doesn't like hurt that person, but it still gets the message across. Yeah. We're a little bit different in that way. But that's but, the interesting thing too. And absolutely, but it really depends on context, right? So yes, what totally. situation is it? Is mm. it your mom and or dad are you having a family you know, discussion? Then of course you should be nice. But is it someone you really are trying to communicate something to in an effective way you need to say it like it is at least in my opinion oh i feel like there's so many things to like dive into when we're talking about this one thing that i really want to talk about when we're talking about friendships is making friends as you get older because it's something that a lot of people struggle with i think when you're not like in a college setting when you're not forced to like be around a lot of people your own age i think that's an interesting point to bring up how do you approach it? I think you, you go to a lot of like networking events, don't you? Or you used to? I used to. Okay. I think like-minded people are attracted to each other. Yeah. On my behalf, I have a tendency of connecting very well with older individuals. Myself, I'm only 23. And I talk to a lot of people who are mid-30s, late-30s, and so on. In the sense of actually having real giving conversational you know, situations with these individuals. And I think it's really just like-minded people are attracted to each other. And if you expose yourself to a variety of different people, then you're just going to end up with what's somewhat your fit. But you got to be honest to yourself and others. Don't try to think, all right, because this person is late 20s, late 30s, late 40s, late 50s, and you're either younger or older, that you need to be a certain way. If you're going... In that direction, you're already... Just be honest, be yourself, really. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, just being open to it is a really good point. Back in the days, I think you wouldn't talk to people just, like, on the streets or if you're in an airplane or something. But I think lately I have realized that Mm. people are way more talkative than what you would think. Because we often see, like, when you sit in a train, you often think that people always have their headphones in, like, they don't want to talk. But I've actually found that sometimes, like, on restaurants, like, the most random places, people come up. If you have that energy where you're, like, where you feel open, you're, like happy i think people can sense that in a way so i've had people like come up and like start a conversation where i'm like oh wow like that's so so weird but it felt so right in a way like yeah guy or girl (laughs) yeah okay so was it a guy or a girl (laughs) yeah yeah it was guys anyway but it doesn't matter no it doesn't matter it It can even be if uh some your girl friends <laughs> bring other girls or if you like meet up at a bar or anything like that yeah. it's something that surprised me lately yeah. like in the last year or so where that does happen that you make a connection with someone in like weird settings where normally i would think oh like you're in your own little zone and you can't go up and like talk to people but that's not the case so yeah just being open to it so, especially so maybe in the age thing you had to change your mind in order to change your circumstances at least physical maybe so, i don't know but no indeed you can make friends but just yeah it just made me really happy afterwards yeah. that that can happen in today's day and age. I will say this. So digital. If you get yourself in a community of one of your hobbies, meaning mm-hmm. that if you take your hobby and then find a community based on that, the chances of you connecting with people is simply just a lot bigger because you have you know mutual interest. Yeah. You both like soccer. You both like motivational speaking. So the conversational topics are just a lot bigger 
you know, you can then ask, what did you think of the speaker who just went on stage? Or what do you think of last week's football game? You have something to talk about. And that's really some of the most important thing, no matter yeah. where you are, really, I would say. Yeah, but you know, that's actually one of the things I really miss about like living in London. I feel like there was so many small communities, like real life communities, whether that be for blogging, whether that be for female leadership, where it would just pop up online and everyone would be welcome and you would go. Of course, not right now. But I feel like when you live in like a small city like we do, mm-hmm. relatively small city like Copenhagen, they're not that much community aspect. No, okay. Especially like small niches. I, don't know. I wish there were more of that. Maybe we have to make that then. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about how friendships affect your present and your future. First of all, we sh- I believe I said it previously in this episode, but there's the typical saying of you are the result of the friends you spend the most time with. Yes. Primarily six to seven people, right? And that makes sense. If, mm-hmm. if, if six people out of the seven are into football... Chances of you going into football is just quite big. Why? Because then you play FIFA with the guys or girls. You listen about soccer. That's what I mean by football. So you listen about soccer when you're together, blah, 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 and so on. Mm. And then there's the last friend. Maybe the last friend is into motivational speaking or he wants to become an engineer. Then you are exposed this tiny bit into the whole engineering platform. So that then gives you a choice in the sense of, is it something for you or is it not something for you? And Mm. that's really, I think, how it goes many times. I think that has always confused me a little bit about how it reflects on you. I don't know. I don't think of it as if it's a certain thing, like an occupation that they all do. It could even be if they're just all like really kind people who have a good heart and are nice to other people Mm. in general, right? But how much time are people spending at their occupation? Yeah, uh, that is a lot of time. The day. That's true. No, that's not. What size and few too? One third of the day. Let's say eight hours, mm-hmm. uh, eight hour workday. That's one third of the day. Yeah. So that becomes one third of them, really, right? Yeah, yeah. If they do true. it for the whole life. So then I would say it's, it's... But I'm actually gaining a lot too. I have friends where they work in different sectors mm-hmm. and that actually gives me a lot because a lot yeah. of industry is so um, intersected, whether that being like, I talk about fashion, but I don't talk about fashion all the time, mm-hmm. right? A lot of my friends, they are really interested in like sustainability. That also relates to it. And then you can start to talk about different things. Mm. So, uh, yeah, you can also gain a lot of, from other people and hear about their different perspectives. So the question was, how are friends affecting your present and future? Mm-hmm. Look, there's positive things and negative things. Yeah. You can have friends who are helping you develop yourself into a better version of yourself. You might be an accountant. They might be a soccer player, but they can still affect you to grow better as a person. Yeah. Right. Um, help you reach your goals. Help you, you know, pushing yourself, whatever it might be. And then you can have, have friends who are dragging you down and not really helping you becoming the best person you have to be. Now, don't get me wrong here. It's not all about becoming the best version of yourself and so on, but it is about growth. All of humans' life is about growth. You grow your bones since you're very young. When you start in school, you start with the basic mathematics and then you always build up on, you know, on top of that. It's all about growth and it's all about growth for us right now. We start with episode one. We're now at, now at episode nine, almost 10. Woohoo. It's also about growth. Yeah. We're interested in growing the channel in terms of YouTube, in terms of listeners. So make sure to give us a five star review. <laughs> but again, it's all about growth. You need to realize that. I don't think human beings are comfortable with being stuck in one situation all at a time. 
meaning i'm sure you understand what i mean but mean but i would also uh, argue that sometimes you don't realize that that person is like providing to your growth yeah like you might only point. realize that like years down the line and you're like wow yeah. that person was so important yeah, that, played such an important part very good doing point. that time yeah, I agree. and i think that sometimes you're gonna have friends who benefit you right now and here and then a few years later down the line it might not work out like you might not have anything to like connect over yeah. and that's not necessarily to say that you should give up that mm. friendship you might reconnect like a couple of years later do you know what i mean i know what you mean you know what i mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> reason why i commented on that was basically we had a list of words we had to uh, not yeah. say all of the time that one of the and words? hers was do you know what i mean and mine was i agree i already think i've said i agree <laughs> 27 times but nevertheless because i have such good points that yeah. you just agree with everything yeah. right but but no i know what you mean and in yeah. terms of the whole situation of knowing whether or not both people in this friendship are into it yeah, I'm referring to the whole, all right, does it make sense to continue this? You, we all have tried where you don't really know if we're meeting up again, you know, as friends and so on. Or what's the next thing? You, does it make sense what I'm saying? Almost, no. maybe. No. So you have a friend. You maybe yes. met your friend uh, two times ago. It's the third time you're meeting, but you don't really know, all right, does it make sense? Are we really meeting? Doesn't You know, are, are we good for each other is it like a new friend or an old friend could be anybody yeah yeah it's just that situation of a friendship where you don't know if it's supposed to continue or not oh okay yeah so so then it's about balance i think you can clearly feel if the other person is interested in making it work in terms of you know going out and doing something or is it just you that's reaching out all the times that's not balance it needs to be balanced i think at least yeah you can feel like if the if the conversation flows or exactly. if it doesn't if that person makes time for you correct if it's just something like oh i'm gonna stop by or yeah. like no. if they actually take out time in your calendar if they're always late yeah what do you think about be- like people it. being late yeah i don't like it why not because i feel really bad if i'm late for some reason which is not very often because i always try to like get there early because i don't like wasting other people's time agree so i always think of it like if it was me i would probably be late because i didn't care enough or if i had like really good excuse of course yeah but generally if you notice that that person is late all the time then you're like oh okay this person might not value me as much and then it becomes like one-sided again sacrificing friendships for success mm-hmm. yeah that's a point that i think you wanted to bring up because i don't feel like you have to sacrifice your friendships for success but what's your point in that thank you for serving my head on the table here that's uh, yeah but I, i'm interested <laughs> to know your thoughts I, I will say maybe sacrificing is not the right word okay no one but considering friendships cutting out is that better is is quite important because it we all basically have eighty six thousand four hundred seconds in a day or 24 hours and it's all about making the best use of those if you have friendships that's just draining you for energy you may be be spending two hours with your friends but you're spending five hours recharging that's seven hours out of your day you need to be damn serious about your own time if you want to be successful in something no matter what it is, you, you need to spend time on it in, in, in order for your brain to learn it. And for your brain to learn it, it takes repetition. Repetition takes time. And there's always the golden rule of thumb with the 10,000 hour rule. And that's just repetition and that's time. So be honest to yourself. Do you want the success or do you want 
a not healthy relationship with friends. So you're saying you don't want to waste time. Correct. Okay. If I'm focused on yeah, doing something, sense. I'm not spending my time on someone who's not a positive or healthy contribution to my well-being. Mm-hmm. And again, like feeling out your intuition and God feeling afterwards, kind of feeling if that wasn't like a nice experience or if it was a really positive experience and you like time just flew by. But it's very important not to base the majority of your choices upon feelings. Really? You think that? You know, there are like intuition coaches out there. I'm sure. I think we should do an episode about that. Okay, like bring someone that. in. I can learn something new. But but my point <laughs> is just, if you make all of your decisions based on what you're feeling, uh-huh. and here I'm referring to, I'm not feeling happy today, so maybe I shouldn't be doing this. You know, going that way, it's you're missing out on a lot of, well-considered possibilities of choice, I would say. Are you sure? Don't you feel like it might be because you're not as in tune with your intuition as you want to be? There's certain things you just have to make choices upon data and facts. (laughs) I mean, when I'm flying, I can't say, I'm feeling sweaty today, I'm not going to (laughs) land. If I declare it a mayday, meaning an emergency... Yeah, but that's a different setting. It is, but I'm just saying that's a perfect example of things where you have to think you know, facts and data-based. Uh-huh. And then when you speak about friendship, you know, it's a little gray zone because, of course, I think the majority of choices there are made with your feelings. But would it be so bad if you mix it up with a little bit of data, a little bit of facts, a little bit of, you so know, you, reality Do you base checks? your friendships on logic? No, but okay, let me bring you an example. Okay. If I have a friend who uh, came late five times in a row, yeah. I will remember those five times. That's the and thing. I say, but you hey, would be man. angry too. So yeah. that, that makes sense. That well, Then you're may- basing your decision on... Well, maybe if I weren't angry, of course, you know, it of affects Of course you would be angry. It would frustrate me, yes. <laughs> yeah. But my, my point is just here I'm counting the five times. Mm-hmm. So I'm remembering those for the sixth time. Yes. Meaning I'm not just saying I feel like this because you did this the last time. Yeah. I'm making this choice... Based on the fact that you've been late six times. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's my way of bringing, you know, fact-based decisions okay. into making but choices with your yeah. feelings okay. in terms of friendships. Yeah. I know it's sort of tricky, but I'm just saying, you know, coming a little bit outside but of your But maybe feelings, if you followed your bad. intuition, you wouldn't be, like, you wouldn't put yourself in that situation where your friend would be, like, five times. What if my longer? intuition is wrong? <laughs> it won't be. Okay. <laughs> no, I, un- yeah, I understand what you mean in terms of you know uh, your intuition. And maybe and after the third time, you would feel like, oh, this person did this, and now I'm really disappointed. So I'm gonna tell that person how I feel and why we should maybe like do a phone call instead of like meeting up, or maybe why you don't want to meet up again like in the near future because you feel like that person yeah. is very busy. No, I hear what you say. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Make sure to leave us a voice message. It can be any questions that you have or if you just want to say hi. It could be any personal questions. It could be general questions. We want questions. Anything, really. It would be cool. Well, she said that. Then we can play it and give you our thoughts. So if you have anything on your mind, let us know. Let us know and make sure to leave us a five-star review. On Apple Podcasts. And follow our podcast on Spotify 
Apple Podcast, and your preferred streaming service. Yeah. Make sure to follow us on social media. My name is at Daniel's Pilot Life, and my name is at Juliana Chow. May you have a wonderful day. So long. Booyah! Up top. Ha <laughs> ha